Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another What Are You Playing episode of Cave My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who's playing games with me tonight? Uh, Steve Lazader here. Hi, welcome. First time on the show. Thanks for having me on. It is a, uh, a pleasure and an honor both. <laughs> and we have a special returning person on this show. Drum roll. I don't know them that special. That's been a little bit. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's Michael K. Hughes. Back from the dead. Not a little bit for people listening because you just got Spider-Man. You just got Captain Commando. But when it comes to recording dates, you haven't. Besides Spider-Man, it's been a little bit since you've been on. Uh, yeah. June, July, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. Graffiti Kingdom was in oh, God. August. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, I bought a house and all that good stuff that comes with it, and just everything piles on at once. It's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta cut something. So I come back in the recordings, obviously. Well, someone's insane, so I, I get it. Oh yeah, you're you're absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. No, I know I am. No, there's <laughs> no question on that with the amount of stuff I do. <laughs> so we are here for the "What Are You Playing" November episode that you all been waiting for. And I figured I should start this episode with the first thing that I, that I want to mention. You know, it's very topical of the month that we're in because I did this last month, but I rec- I did it after the recording. So right before Halloween, I went on a haunted hayride in a haunted house. I know it's not yeah. a game, but I want to mention it. <laughs> hey, it's the point of the show, whatever you're into at the moment. Oh, uh, we spent like we, we bought these fast pass tickets and we drove out like 40 minutes out the middle of nowhere, half an hour. I'm like, where the hell are we going? And we get into we get into this pitch dark area. Like this big little festival it takes me like ha- like 20 minutes to park my car. We finally park and then we go in a line for 30 minutes. I'm just like, oh, what are we doing? And we we get first we get on a haunted hayride. What it was is you take a hayride. Essentially, you're driving on a tr- you're on a track. You sit in a tractor and they, they're driving you. And as you're driving, you'll drive through areas slowly that they have like little buildings built. And people will run out and jump on your tractor and bang on it and make noises and say things and wear spooky <laughs> costumes. And it was like I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. I did the same thing, but that's just a drive through East Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually fun. And then at the and there was one point, the part that freaked out my wife and freaked me out a little bit is you're driving, you make a turn. All of a sudden there's lights that come on from behind you. And a guy in a truck with like a huge some kind of frame attached to the front of it goes and hits your tractor, hits your back of your tractor and starts pushing it. And <laughs> it was kind of freaky, but it was fun. It was actually, I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Tom, we, we got to swap insurance information. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went into a... The guy in the truck behind you is like, you're just going to buff that right out. We don't need to get that involved. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to get, get that insurance companies involved. Oh, it was actually pretty cool. And then we went to Haunted House, but we did it the old person way. An old person, I'm in my 30s. But as w- So we were only supposed to go in a group of like... We had a group of nine of us. Like You can't go in a group bigger than five. So what we did is we went in five, and then we met up. We let the other group in front of us at one point go ahead of us, and we met back with our whole group of nine, like we weren't supposed to. <laughs> but in there, whenever because they would, what they would do is they'd be claustrophobic. There'd be there'd be like drops and slants and stairs. And as I was, I didn't want to get hurt, so I'm like stairs, stairs. We all yell back to each other, stairs. So we we did it wrong, and I think they got annoyed with us because <laughs> at one point they broke us up. Like one person, like one of the actors in the haunted house, went and stopped us and like was like <laughs> holding a fake knife up to somebody. So then it split the group up a little bit. <laughs> I don't think that was by accident. I'm it's sorry, like, no, sir. I, I can't have you having any more fun in here. We're gonna have to break <laughs> you guys up. So it's it, have it, a great fear of stairs. <laughs> God, there were so many stairs, so many stairs and slants. And there was one point where I stood on the floor and the floor like moved because it was like on it was like a like a lazy Susan type floor. It was odd. I'm like, okay. And so of course I warned everybody. 
So, oh, it that's, was, all that sounds awful. <laughs> I would hate every part of that. I didn't want to do it, but I had fun. I'm glad I did it, but yeah, it wasn't. I was not interested. That's what you got tip for to get you outside your comfort zone. That's 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 what that's what spouses are for. My wife does that kind of stuff to me all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, she's gotten me so far out of my comfort zone. I don't even know where the hell it is anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't, but it was, it was entertaining. Like, I'm glad I did it. I mean, it was like 80 bucks if we, for both of all together. Cause we bought fast pass tickets, which I'm glad we did, but it, it, it was fun. It was, I'm not, I don't want to do it again. And, and, and we're waiting in line for that half an hour. They had like a big TV screen. Well, actually, it wasn't even a screen. It was a trailer that they projected on, which was like playing clips from horror movies too. So it was just odd. Uh, gross. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't like it at all. No. This sounds awful. Yeah, ditto. I'm, I, I'm not a <laughs> Halloween guy at all, so yeah, nah. I pass on all that. <laughs> all right, so that's all I got for that first part. Mike, do you want to say what you've been up to? That non-gaming related or movie related first to get it out of the way altogether? Moving, re- moving related. <sighs> There's really not much. Like, turns out that buying a house and moving into it takes a lot of your free time. So I would like go work my eight hours at work and then come home and spend the next four to five hours doing either cleaning up the old house or moving stuff over supposed to be unpacking things and not, <laughs> you know how it goes. Mike, you bought a house last well, year. Still, if you could see behind me, I still have a bin of just, and I have four <laughs> long box of comics that I don't, that are just going to sit there. I have a bin of just rate random electronics. I have a garage full of crap that I don't know what to do with. So yeah, no, I completely get it. <laughs> and just today I got home from work. I spent like a good two hours just moving boxes upstairs. I'm just, I'm exhausted. My legs want to give out and all that good fun stuff. Do you find any hard? Are you moving? I did not find any. No, nothing. Nothing fun like that. I found a GameCube. Does that count? This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what's with the GameCube. GameCube by itself is kind of eh. Yeah. Yeah. Bludgeon weapon for home invasions. It's a pretty durable little system, though. They drop that PS2 and Xbox and the GameCube still work. Nice. What about you? Nintendo makes durable stuff, man. I, I can't tell you how many times I've dropped my old NES and it's just like, yeah, okay, just. Hit the reset button. We're fine. <laughs> as long as you don't try to play a game, yeah, it's fine. That's oh, why yeah, I've, had they... plenty, I've had plenty of times play something I tripped on a trip on a controller cord and brought the whole thing kind of crashing down. And oh, just yeah. Like, eh, just, you know, it's not broken. Just hit the reset button. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't try that with a Switch, though. No. Well, I one time it, stopped it, the floor with a Super Nintendo and the whole thing erased all my saves. Mm. So. Ooh. I'll be talking about that in a different episode, more so. But yeah, <laughs> teaser. Anything else you want? Any what you been up to? Um. So last last few weeks. Uh, so let's see. I just got actually just got in from Orlando last week. I was kind of on vacation with the wife. She dragged me to this like romantic, like potentially like a convention full of like authors that write erotica for porn. Oh, oh boy. Loves. Yeah. Hey, I, I didn't go to any of that, but like, I didn't even want to go to this thing at all. I mean, and she knows this. So like, if she ever does hear this, this isn't a big problem. Um, <laughs> but, I was there, but I mean, I was there to like, you know, you know, help drive and like load stuff and just like be the emotional support meat sack pretty much. <laughs> like, you know, it was a lot of, you know, kind of a lot of evenings in the hotel room, just not doing much except as I pop on HBO Max and watching a lot of Young Justice. I've been starting. I started that series like last month doing some crafting, but it's been pretty much that. And like I said, about most of November, I was doing crafting because I had a craft show about two weeks ago. So, I'll, you know, most of my evenings were doing that. And like what limited time I get on the weekends or evenings, it's it's gaming. I'm, it's been pretty productive gaming the last like month and a half more so than. I usually get because a lot of times it's I'll stick with one big game 
and that's all I'm playing in my little gaming chunks for like two months, like Days Gone or Assassin's Creed Valhalla or something like that. But I got a lot of variety in, in the last six weeks. Okay. I was kind of happy about that. We'll go in that's... more detail shortly about what games we've been playing. Uh, Mike, what about you? What name? Mention a game you've been up, you've been playing. I just finished unpacking last night with a capital U because <laughs> like I have time to unpack anything here. And, uh, it just came out last week, I think. I don't know. You're asking of, the wrong person. As of this recording, which so means nothing to the people listening. This comes out but, uh, the 16th, so like less than seven days. Yeah, it's recent. This month, I'll give it that. The worst but, uh, part is I had to figure out you were talking about unpacking the game and not unpacking yeah. and packing as in your I house. thought he meant yeah, unpacking yeah. and packing <laughs> at first until I realized, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, feel yeah, bad. Yeah, I, I gotta <laughs> specify, it's capital U. That's so what I was telling my wife last night. It's like, I finished unpacking. She's like, what you unpack? I said, no, no, capital U. <laughs> Did she give you a look? Okay. Oh, you know. But uh, it's it's a cute little game. It's literally just, it plops you into, the like, the first stage is you're a teenager, teenage girl, and you get your own room, so you're unpacking everything, and you put the dolls on the shelf, and you put your clothes in the closet and all this stuff. It's very simple gameplay-wise, but... What really hooked me was this, like, unspoken narrative it has. Because, like, the third stage, I think it is, it's basically, it's post-college. You're moving in with a bunch of friends. This is a big house. And you're unpacking in your room. And you put up your big college degree, diploma, whatever, on the wall. It's all framed. on looks cool. And the next stage is you're moving in with some guy. And I had everything unpacked. You go through. And you're, like, moving his clothes out of the closet to make room for yours and all this stuff. And I got down to just the diploma. I'm like, well, where the hell do I put this? And you have to put it under the bed because there's no space on the walls for your stuff. I'm like, that's that's really sad. It's really heartbreaking. And then the okay. next stage is the next stage is you're moving back in your parents' house, and there's a picture <laughs> of you and this guy, and you have to like put it in a cupboard. It's like it's like you said, it's just this unspoken narrative. The the game kind of strings you along with it. It's kind of brilliant. I just added it to my wish list. <laughs> it is it is worth checking out. It's only like four hours long, so even you can beat it <laughs> in, yeah, in between perfect. games for the show. But it is the, definitely worth t- checking out. The problem is if I if if I start playing it, it'll end up on the show anyway, just because everything I do ends up on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything I do, I talk about almost. Oh yeah, I, 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 I called you out on that the other day. It was pretty damn. You're fun. like. You're like, I want to start an RPG. I'm like, uh, for the show? Like, Why not? <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be. I was going to play Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. And I started. I played for about five minutes before someone's like, no, who are you kidding? And then I started playing Golden Sun, which now we're recording about that. Uh, about a month <laughs> from now, hopefully. Who knows when you'll hear it, but it's coming. We're going to do a Golden Sun. <laughs> yeah, another recovered. I actually have not been playing. Let's see. Did I play any games this month? That I <laughs> Those aren't for the show? No. I did not play one thing. I still have Time Spinner installed on my computer, and I keep looking at it and going, yeah, I really should play that one day. It's That's a good one. I played it when it first came out. It's uh, It got me the closest to Symphony until until uh, Bloodstained came out. I really want to play it. I just can't. Like, I started it. I liked it. I got stuck somewhere real simple, and I just need to look up, and then I just I always play other stuff for the show. <laughs> so I'm just going to put it on the show one day, then I'll actually play it. Yep. I figure that's the way to do it with you. Yeah, I, I can only do things for the show. Who I am. Well, well where else are you going to find the time otherwise? I mean, Yeah, right. Putting out two episodes every week. Two. I did time. three. The time you're hearing this, three weeks in a row of three episodes. Oh, hey. 
Oh Lord, oh. man, do you sleep? Not much. Yeah. Actually, I do sleep. I sleep like eight hours a uh, seven seven hours a night on average. I just I'm really good at multitasking. <laughs> and I'll, I'll give you props for that. I can't multitask for crap. I just I have so many things running in my head at all times, and I'm keeping track of things. Yeah, I, I it's just how I function now, and think my wife is able to deal with it. So <laughs> that's the hard part. No, she is. She's very supportive of my addiction. <laughs> that is the right word, word for it. it. Yep. Um, Steve, what about you? What's some, what's a game that you played this in the last month that you want to talk about? So actually this week when I came back, I wanted just uh, really for no other reason that A, I wanted to give it a try, but, you know, B, to have more material to talk about tonight. But I played, uh, I started playing Knockout City because it was free to be on the PS Plus system this month. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's, I wasn't sure what to think about it because sometimes I do like a good multiplayer game, but the Call of Duties and stuff got stale for me. And I'm just, I, I realize where my limits are. There's just some things I'm inherently not good at. I can play, I might have fun, <laughs> but I'm just not good at. But I started playing Knockout City and it hooked me in pretty quickly. It's, it's fun. It's frantic. It's, it has a bit of a Fortnite kind of feel without being as obnoxious as Fortnite is. Um, <laughs> but there's not like, there's not all this egregious stuff like, you know, accessorizing, weaponizing, inciting and stuff. Like, it's really simple to play. You know, mine, there's such a few little kitches that, that to separate itself because it's like, you know, everything, you know, dodgeballs, home in and stuff. You just have to kind of learn how to throw things, spin them, lob them. They're specialty balls. But I'm actually having a lot of fun with it already. And I like that it's, you can be pretty decent at it. I mean, you just need more practice to get really good at it, like having to catch balls and deflect things like that. But I played like three sessions since I since I got home on Sunday night. I'm like level forty already, and I was like, I, I could keep going. This is this is <laughs> this is pretty fun. This looks actually. Interesting. I mean, dodgeball, like you said, you go in and you'll run and you'll tackle the person, take their ball. This looks interesting. I will never play it, but this looks interesting. <laughs> well, I, I can't like, play multiplayer. It's like a uh, crap. The pyre. The other one, the super giant made the one I bought you. Yeah, and that I played uh, once. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, uh, it's very sports ball-y, very dodgeballish. Oh, I did play a game that I don't know who'll be on the show, so I want to mention it. I actually was playing Portal Two Co-op with Adam from Friend of the Show. Yeah, oh, we've got. I haven't done that in years. Oh, it's it, so good. We played a two-hour session where we felt we were idiots a couple times, but it was so much fun. And then a week later, come, we're ready to play again. And I, I updated to Windows 11, which I think was a bad idea. It's working <laughs> fine, but we cannot get the servers to work now from Portal 2 on co-op at all. Just will not join the game. Nothing. We tried for an hour straight of just trying to join and just would not do it. So I'm wondering if when I updated to Windows 11, Windows 11 is not supported. I'm like, I think I made a mistake. I think I should have beat the game, then did that. <laughs> so maybe I won't be, if we don't finish it, I won't be recording the episode. Here. So, but yeah. I played Portal 2. Yeah, Portal 2 what about you, Mike? special to me. Any more games? I, ha- I have not played. Well, I did play Portal 2 co-op. <laughs> it's not what you're asking, but no. Oh, yeah, I got something else. Let's see. Uh, two Saturdays ago, I'm like, oh, I'm going to load up Rogue Legacy 2 and just kind of mess around on that to kill some time. And it ended up being like an eight hour session. <laughs> why I put movies on the other the other monitor. So it's a it's a roguelike. You are you're going to die a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Because uh, have you played either Rogue Legacy, Mike? No, no. Yeah, I know of them. Yeah, but the, the big gimmick is when you die, you play as the next heir in line of the, of this family's lineage, 
but uh, it'll give you a choice of three different characters to pick from and their different classes and all this good stuff. And it kind of plays like a Castlevania, okay. but, but it's harder and you take a lot more damage, like Metroid Fusion. Sounds like it might be a little closer to Dead Cells. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because Dead Cells is a Metrovania roguelike game. Yeah, it's also very hard. I guess the updates made it easier, but I haven't gone back to it since it came out. I don't even own it, surprisingly. But my favorite class in Roguelike C2 is the cook, who swings a frying pan like Rapunzel, and every time you hit an enemy with it, they catch on fire. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. <clears throat> I love damage over time in games. It's always fun. I, I will never not use dot effects. That's one of my favorite things in the Borderlands games. Like my mm-hmm. my dot is all all dots, radiation, cryo fire, everything's dots. I will just dot everything to death. Yeah, that's why I love spec in my alt so that when she uses her uh, her phase hold, it just unleashes that cloud of random crap on everyone near it. Good stuff. Oh, what about you, Steve? Anything you've been playing that you want to mention? Uh, so, else? so a couple weeks ago, I finally kind of started one of my, I, I started another one of my sort of like long-term, uh, projects and I dipped into the Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay. Uh, I had, I, it's not that I put it on the shelf, but it's like, I knew it was going to be a long project. So sometimes I like to get, I like to play shorter games between the longer projects. And so I knew this one's going to be a while. And it is just Final Fantasy VII is kind of one of my sacred cows of gaming in a way. And, you know, <laughs> It, it, it means something really special to me because like I it was like the first thing I played on a PlayStation back in 97 when I got mine. <laughs> and I just remember this feeling of awe that I had with this game. Now, yeah, I, I'll be the first to admit to anybody else. The original Final Fantasy VII does not look great by today's standards. OK, I'll, I'll put that out there. I understand that. But everything about the game was amazing. You know, I love the cutscenes and the music and the way the game played. This just it was fantastic. It's still like one of my top 10 of all time games. So finally getting into the remake and just seeing how beautiful and cleaned up it is. It's like, you know, almost playing this more of an immersive movie, like an interactive movie, kind of akin to a Metal Gear is, than playing a traditional RPG. And the full voice acting and the fully rendered environments, the soundtrack still, and I'm just like in love all over again. Like I feel... I feel 18 all over again, like I'm playing Final Fantasy for the first time. And I'm sitting here telling myself, I'm like, this, I, I, I'm okay with waiting the 20 plus years for the remake because I feel like this game is finally being realized as what it should have been this whole time. I want to play it one day, but it has not happened yet. I put a few hours into it. I didn't make it super far before I got distracted by something else, but it's, it's definitely fun. Oh, it looks great. I just, well, I'm too busy. Someday I will finish Final Fantasy VII. I've started it so many times and never made it off the first disc. You just want to play the PC version where you can cheat and you'll <laughs> cheat, be happy. Yeah. Well, you can just fix things where you, you know, the drop rates are better. You're going to, everything moves faster. Because the thing about going back to old RPGs, like Golden Sun, for instance. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> it's just, they're so slow that you have to have, like, because I play Golden Sun, I've been playing, I've been playing it on my phone. And I play in time two speed at all time because it's the only way to really make it work well. And it that's the way you have to play some of these old games. Is you just because it just we're too busy. And I'm sure if I I want to go back and play original seven, I know that there's things you can do to make everything go faster. And that's how I'm going to play it some days on PC or on my phone. We'll see. <laughs> and Mike, I think anything else? Any games? 
I got one more. Okay. I got the the, the big one, <laughs> so to speak. So I was installing something. I don't remember what it was at this point. And I'm like, oh, I got this new laptop. I'll pop on Terraria and see how it looks on here. And <laughs> now I'm near end game. It's like, well, there went, uh, there went several hours of, of my day. I don't know. It's one of those games. It's like the way people talk about Skyrim, how they can just pop it in and get lost in the game. And Terraria is just one I'll start up and go through the motions and I just I'll put dozens of hours into it. I have like it's over 850 hours on Steam. <laughs> so so I've uh, I've given it its paces more than a few times. It's just uh, it's one of those games, like I said, and someday I'll make I mean, you play it. We all have those games that we, you know, that we go back to. Like for me, I Magic Magic the Gathering Chandelier. I'll go back to <laughs> All the time when I'm all caught up and I'm just like I'm in a bum mood, I'll end up picking that game up again on my PC and playing through it all over again in like two days. Yeah, you talked about that in the first one of these we did. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone back yet. It'll, it'll probably happen again, though, but I'm trying not to. <laughs> Man, I'm, really hope, since then, though. I'm really hoping the real game, the, the real games, the card games have talked about going to the Chandelier plane in one of the future sets. We're hoping that actually happens at some point in the next oh. year. <laughs> God, I used to love the card game, but I... I w- I will never get back into collecting cards again. Never. <laughs> I, I, never I totally get it. it, but I just I always still had that itch a little bit. And I, I really these days all I do is just just limited events. Like I'll do a pre release or I went to a shop in Orlando last week just to do something one evening and did a draft one night. Just because either that or be bored in a hotel room. So I had a good time <laughs> with that. And there's a trying to be a pre release this week I'm trying to get to, but my there's I'm not even gonna get into that for the show, but like there it, this is a royal mess trying to get this pre release together. My friend's not even sure if he's gonna be able to have the stock because <laughs> Wizards is dropping the ball and his distributor got hit with a ransomware attack and it's oh, it's oh, it's geez. it's a, it is yeah. So Crimson Val is a bloody mess. So Okay. <laughs> I can't like I, I played some new cards of magic once. Uh, I had a friend of mine come over friend of the show, Rich, who's been on the show a few times, he came over in person and we were playing a horde mode Magic the Gathering. We talked about one of the other What Are You Playing episodes, and that's fun. It's where you, you have a whole deck of, like, zombie cards, and then you, you have your own decks that are made, and you get, like, five turns to set up, and then you keep drawing zombie cards until you get an actual card instead of tokens, and then their turn ends, and then you fight. Wow. It's it's cool, but you can get brutalized. Like, you can lose really fast if you don't get good, if you don't get a good hand to start. It won't take long. Luck of the draw. Oh, I'm waiting for uh, po- Pokemon TCG is supposed to be coming to to mobile at some point. I'm sure I'll start playing that on there. If I can go to gyms and talk to random people I'm, and get booster packs, I'm in. Otherwise, not. <laughs> God, I love that game. That was a great freaking game. Episode 16. You want to hear about it? Yeah, I think I put it on my, my top 10 handheld games list when we did I think that. It's 16 or 14. It's a really old episode. I can't remember. I think it's 14. It's old enough that we could do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, I've been playing two games that I want to mention. One that you'll hear an episode about because we're finally Super Metroid. I'm finally going back to Super Metroid and going to change. Because the last time I played Super Metroid was almost three years ago at the point that you're, that you're hearing this. Because it was right the first episode of the show. And I have never went back to play it since. And I had a very like negative thing about it. And. I'm enjoying it. I just beat Ridley just before this recording, and I'm looking really forward to talking about it in a week. <laughs> you might hear it in a month, so that's why I'm willing to talk. About, I'm willing to say it. But man, that after playing so many other Metroid, that game is a lot more fun to me than it was three years ago. It's so. timeless to me. There's just there's there are a lot of people that do have their complaints with it, and I acknowledge their complaints. But I got complaints. To, but to me, though, <laughs> I mean, 
it's it is a I, I'm not gonna call it perfect, but I mean it's it not. is like but I mean it's just really good. It's timeless to me. I mean, it still looks great, it still plays pretty smoothly. I get some people have some issues with the controls, and I'm like, okay, I'll I'll give you that a little bit, but I, I played it myself. Uh, I booted up on the Switch back about two, three months ago, right before I heard Dread was coming out. So I kind of wanted to go back and refresh myself. I kind of, maybe not for the same reasons you did, but I just kind of want to rip back, go back through it one more time. And I was just like, this, this game just never not, this game doesn't ever get old to me. It's just, mm-hmm. I enjoy it every time I play it. I'm, I'm only, I'm really getting into it because I'm playing on the Switch. So it's just, it's easy to beat right in my hands and I can rewind and it is, it's pretty damn good. I had to use a guide a couple times. There's one part I always get stuck at. But other than that, I've been doing fine. It it feels like what they originally wanted with the first Metroid is limited to the Nintendo, so they couldn't they can only do so much. And then of course right. two is on the Game Boy of all things. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it's it's what they wanted, and then every game in the series since then has been that, but they just changed some stuff to Right. It's like Super to, Metroid to, was the formula. It, it was yeah. what it was supposed to be, and then everything after that just just followed suit, which which is which is fine. Yeah, and then fusion, we're gonna make it so you take a bunch of damage and you can't wall jump right. And <laughs> you can listen to us talk about fusion. We crapped on it enough in that episode. I know people love that game, and it's fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't it's know okay. what episode it was, but we did it last year. I I can't tell you either. It's been a while. I've been trying to find my copy to replay it, and I can't. <laughs> Because <laughs> I remember having a, I remember having a blast with it when I first played Fusion. Now I'm kind of like, okay, you know, how does it hold up? It's one of those kind of things you want to see how it holds up. But yeah, I, 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 I haven't quite gone to tour this, tear this house upside down looking for it. But <laughs> I haven't found it on my obvious places. And I'm sure I'll find it one day when I'm not, not looking for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. You'll somehow find two copies. Like, what the hell? <laughs> they multiplied in this drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo just not met. Well, I guess you can't say that anymore since Dread's out. As you say, Nintendo's not making Metroids. It might as well make itself. Yeah, and Dread, Dread's fine. I need to finish it. Dread is fantastic. I just did that. <laughs> yeah, I really well, like the exploration play. and just the, the the really fluid movement. But the the bosses and the the robot chases they feel so trial and error. I have. I have. But I th- but I liked that, and and I'm probably maybe I'm just a bit different than everybody else. But I almost like that sort of that trial and error that's okay this is what i did wrong what do i need to do and how do i correct myself to do it it's almost like the game is making me challenge myself and how i think and how i approach solutions <laughs> and it, it's it's it might be weird for a lot of people but i i kind of i kind of get my rocks off on that kind of thing a little oh bit. man <laughs> people are loving that game so the, you're not alone and i don't i don't want to call it the dark souls of metroid games but <laughs> no that's 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 <laughs> <laughs> is it that hard? And it's, it's tough. Like the bosses, each boss is take me probably three tries minimum. Okay, that's not nice. I, but okay, you know, in in the hotel room, and I'm just like eh, about fifteen minutes, learn a couple patterns. Like, okay, I'm done. I don't know what the hubbub was about, but I'm done. <laughs> oh, and Steve, any other games you've been playing that you want to mention? Uh, just kind of nothing uh, major or more recent. I just kind of went through some older titles in the last month. I did the the Ratchet and Clank like reboot, redo, relaunch. I'm not really sure <laughs> what it is or was because the problem with the game is I'm not sure what I'm not really sure what it wanted to be either. Like uh, Ratchet yeah. and Clank is one of my favorite one of my favorite like gaming series because it's it's just always a lot of fun to play, even if it's the same formula. 
but they know how to just tweak it to still be fun, like the whole way through. You know, mm-hmm. going even back to the original ones on the PS2 and all the way up. Oh, I haven't got to Ripped Apart yet because I have a PS5, but, you know, all the way up through that. And I'm just like, I, I played this one and I'm like, it wa-, and I have this love-hate relationship with it. Like, it's still rational inclined. And I was like, I still want this to be fun. I still want this to be good. And it still plays like it, but it's caught between not knowing if it wants to be a remake of the first game or a brand new first entry. Because, uh, Somebody told me or I found out that it was kind of designed to launch with the coincide with the movie that they did. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen and it either. If you've played the game, you've seen the movie because it's basically just the exact same thing. Right. And that, yeah, that's what it is. It's what I understand. And I'm just like, but because there's there's so much about it that still feels like the original first game. But but there's plot twists and stuff that are not inherent to the first game. And there's just a lot of extras that are kind of shoehorned in to just pad it a little bit. And I'm just like, uh, by the time I was done, I felt really lukewarm about the whole thing. Like I'm, I, I'm glad I played it and I still, but it just didn't feel much like anything I'd played before. It just, you know, I, I liked it in the original games. Cause you know, it was more about sort of ratchets ascendancy into heroism or something. And in the reboot, they pretty much like within the first two hours of the game, make him a member of the like Galactic Rangers that Quark is all part of and stuff. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, that's not that doesn't happen to like the third game till uh, I believe that's up your arsenal on yep. back on the PS2. And, yep, yep. you know, here it is. It just kind of happens right away. And I'm just like, well, it's I don't kind of feel this whole reluctant hero thing like I used to. And, and it doesn't have. And my other thing was, is it doesn't nearly have all the tongue in cheek humor that the original games did. There, there's a clever one line or two there, but the original games. They're not quite laugh a minute, but there was always a clever one-liner or a you know zinger every once in a while that just kind of had you in stitches for a few seconds. And this game didn't have a lot of that organic humor in it either. So it was even more reason that it felt like like a core title. Like I get that it kind of wanted to be its own thing, and, and I guess if they kind of want to, if they do want to make more sequels off this going future, I mean, I, I guess it's okay. But <laughs> you, you, but you know, I I understand it like if you're somebody that's playing this game for the first time and you want to go forward from that, okay, that's cool. But this game was certainly not for all the rest of us nostalgia nerds that have played the entire previous series before. It just didn't feel anything like what we, what we had. It's really refreshing to hear. Cause every time I hear anyone mention that remake, it's un just un <laughs> unrelenting praise for it. People love that. And I'm just like, it's fine i beat it It, like you said it just it just feels kind of off i mean it is ratchet and clank the game the movie the game yeah Yeah, and that never works well yes i really want to play it though at some point i think we talked a bit about it when we did that episode on the first game which is just impossible to go back to that first game is 2002 (laughs) all over yeah it was bad yeah it was rough yeah it's it's it is rough it is still rough but that's a problem when you go back to a lot of old games like that, especially when uh, playing older games in a series when you're used to newer titles. You miss a lot oh. of the features and adaptations that you're used to. Like, was it was it people say, like, there's no strafing in the original Ratchet and Clank? And it <laughs> yeah. was, and every game since then had, like, lock-on strafing. And it's just like, that's one of the things everybody says about it. It's like, I can't play the original game. There's no lock strafing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play the original game because the weapons don't level up. Yeah, and it hurts you. I need that. <laughs> I know. Not to mention too that, like, 
again, I, I get where the first game was going, but like when you've had some of the weapons from the later games in the series, you, you feel like you're using water pistols in the first game. It's just like, really? This this is it? This is all I get? Yeah. <laughs> like, where, where's my mega bouncer? Where's my Tesla coil? You know, where's all the really great stuff? The plasma whip. Oh, God, I love that thing. That's so oh, cool. Man. That was one of the best. I need to put up your arsenal on the show just so I can play it again. It's as soon as we did go and going commando and I ended up not liking that as much as I remembered, I immediately went and played up your arsenal. And I'm like this, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted to play. Yeah. You were so upset that time. Oh man. That was, that one hurt. Like <laughs> Steve, you're absolutely right about playing old games and realize that we're, we're pretty spoiled. Now we see that all the time on this show and oh yeah, going commando hit hard. I'm like, I loved <laughs> this game. Yeah, so, sometimes that's 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 the part about being an old gamer like I am. You know, <laughs> that grew up with, you know, you know, grew up grinding the teeth on, you know, the NES and SNES, and it's just like, sure, I grew up with harder games that honed my skills better, but that doesn't mean I don't get comfortable with the conveniences and features of modern games, and it sometimes makes it hard to go back to an old game that's missing these features. Like go like try to go play the original Street Fighter two. <laughs> you can't do that. You as much as you may want to or think you want to like it, you can't. You can't air block, super jump, super. You, you're just like, what is this? Why did we ever play this? Because it was all you had at the time. That's why. <laughs> That's understandable. I remember playing Marvel vs. Capcom and doing the supers, and it's like the the uh, the big beam Hadoukens, and then I played one of the Street Fighters, and it's like. I'm going to do the super Hadouken and it's just a bigger Hadouken. I'm like, well, that's disappointing. (laughs) Mike, any other games that you want to mention? Nothing that I've put a lot of time into. Like I I started back for blood and I wasn't super into it because it's (laughs) that duality of gamers where I want it to be new, but I want it to be the same thing too. And it wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't as left for dead enough for me. They, they added too much new stuff and I just, I couldn't get into it. I started Avengers again because Spider-Man's supposedly coming to it at the end of the month. Oh, I really want to try it. I'm waiting for that game to be cheap one day so I can buy it. <sighs> I can't believe it hasn't dropped. I, God, that game, it could have been so great. I really wish it wasn't a game as a service. <laughs> that that trend just needs to go away. Hey, how did Anthem do? I, like that game. You I know, know you do. You know I like that game. <laughs> but also, yeah, it's it could have been so much better. Before we go into movies, I got one game I want to mention, but I want to go last. Steve, do you have any other games to mention? Think about the really the only other thing I put any significant time in last few weeks. Probably I did the Bioshock remastered. Nice. I had I had been itching for a long time to go back and play that. And it was again, much as most of my collection is these days, it was one of the PS plus freebies from like a year ago. And I just kind of kept it. I kind of no. I, I, I showed my friend the other day. Like I went through my 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 trophy log and just showing him. I said of the. Of probably like the 18 games or something I played in the last 12 months, only three of the games had were like paid for games. And one of them was one of them was one of them was a was a Christmas gift for my brother. So it wasn't paid for by me. <laughs> I'd say I went to like I played Assassin's Creed Valhalla over the summer and he got that oh, nice. for me for Christmas. But it's like the other two games were like cheap. I played like was like the Messenger and the Disney Afternoon Collection. They're like the only two games that I paid actual money of any kind for. <laughs> the rest were giveaways or freebies of some kind. But I'm like, I'm okay with that. There's nothing wrong with free stuff. No, oh, yeah. So, but, but I put it in, I guess put it in cold storage, waiting, just waiting for a time to do it. And I was just getting this itch to play it again. And so I did it. And it's just the, the original Bioshock's still a bit rough because the other games, much going back to the conversation we just had, 
when the other games let you have the plasmid and your weapon at the same time, in the original ones, it was one or the other, but it wasn't that big of a hindrance, really. But the remaster cleans it up real nicely. You know, the water effects and stuff, I mean, really make the game look great and pop. It's still a really fine game. It's just my only problem with it anymore is that once you've played it and know the plot twist of it, it really takes the wind out of any replay you ever play of it. Yeah. (laughs) And that's kind of the only real issue. Like, you're playing through the game, you already know what's going to happen, so you're reading all the cues that lead into it, and, and the plot twist just has no punch at that point. And I, is it disappointing? I mean, maybe in a small way, but I mean, how can you call it disappointing when it's you that's played it and you've gone through it? And I think the thing is, is when we, I don't want to say all of us, probably most of us played it that first time and got to that twist. And it was, just, I remember dropping my controller on the floor and my jaw dropped, my controller dropped. I just had the ultimate WTF <laughs> moment when I got to that point and I loved it. I loved that. I loved how oh, that yeah. made me feel the impact of that moment just out of nowhere. And and I don't I almost wish more games could make me feel like that. And it's not that I'm being cynical, it's just and I usually turn my brain off on a lot of games. Like I try not to think too far ahead on stuff. I don't want to spoil anything and ruin it, but sometimes games are just too pre- uh, predictable that way. Like like I'm putting my brain on autopilot and I still know what's going to happen. I, it's just but the way Bioshock pulled that off the first time was just amazing. And then, like I said, it just loses its punch on the replay, but it's still a brilliant looking game. It's still actually quite a bit of fun. And and sometimes, too, like listening to all of Andrew Ryan's rhetoric again <laughs> is it's, so it's much good. more relevant today than it was <laughs> 15 years ago. And that's kind of almost what's scary about it, really. If you want to hear all about it, we did an episode about the first Bioshock <laughs> and the second Bioshock. It's a man both. not entitled to the sweat of his brow. <laughs> both we talk about Atlas Shrugs a lot because of Bill. Yeah, because of Bill. That sounds like a <laughs> And I line. have one last game I want to mention, which is not a video game, but it's a game. Over this past month, I have learned how to play Cribbit, <laughs> the card game. Because <laughs> I, I work at a assisted living, and I and they I was watching the people play one day. And they're like, hey, come join us. I'm like, I don't know how to play Cribbage. So they taught me how to play Cribbage. Now, every part of my routine at, at work now is every day I sit down and play Cribbage. <laughs> if I'm all caught up with everything at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, let's go play cribbage. My friend's old man was really good at that. It's he was. It's a fun game. I don't know why, but it's a fun game. So, all right, any any movies, uh, Steve? Any movies that you want to mention that you might have watched? I uh, I don't get around in the movies too much. I, just, I don't like. I don't watch much TV these days. I just don't really. But I did get around. Uh, so like late September, I think it was. Went to see Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Oh, did you like it? I actually really did like it's yeah. And I I love that it was it's a callback to a lot of the mid to modern like Chinese martial arts movies. I mean, it has some really stellar like fight choreography. I I just I was kind of dazzled at just how nice it was. And, you know, it was funny. It was witty. It was actiony. I I love the movie all the way up till about the last fifth minutes of the movie where it just kind of went okay well this is still a marvel movie and we're gonna make you remember that this is a marvel movie (laughs) and it just like had it not i don't try not to say too much i don't want to spoil this for anybody that may not yet have seen it but if you know you know and it's just you know just those last few seconds with what things that happened around the final fight and i'm just kind of like eh i really could have done without this like i was good with the more person-to-person conflict and fighting and this was just a bit much at the end because it just 
it was overdone, I thought, and it just felt like an unnecessary shoehorn plot point just to get these big special effecty things. But the rest of the movie, I thought was stellar. It was. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it because I went into it with no expectations and I wasn't expecting to like it. And I was like, I really, I left it very happy. I was surprised. I, I, I get where you're coming from. I didn't have the same feeling, but I get that. But I was like, you know, seeing what previews and stuff. And I, the thing was, is I went in with a kind of a baseline expectation and I got that baseline expectation out of it. Like I wanted this to feel like these old Kung Fu movies that I used to watch and my dad used to like, and that's what I got out of it. And I was very happy with that. Okay. And uh, what about you, Mike? Any movies that you want to mention? The new my wife and I watched like the new space jam, but that's been a couple months ago now. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> It's it's fine. Like it, it totally rehashes the plot of the first one and has more. <laughs> the, the, everyone calls it a commercial in the movie because it's just an ad for Warner Brothers stuff. Like you see Superman and Batman and Iron Giant and all that crap, you know, like Ready Player One. But it's it's fine. We got we enjoyed it by the end of it. That's what matters. As long as you have fun. So I have two movies that I want to mention. First, I want to mention that. I saw Venom, Let There Be Carnage, in theaters. <laughs> oh, what a fucking mess that was. Not in the movie. Oh. Not the movie. So I went to theaters. We I get there. I thought about the movie, too. <laughs> well, it was fine. It was fine. Like, I enjoyed it. It was, I mean, it was fine. I hadn't seen the first one, so I went in kind of being dumb. But that's not the movie's fault. That's my fault. So I can't blame the movie. But I didn't have a problem with it. My issue with the movie was when we got to the theater... So we get to the theater, you know, we sit down, okay, we're in the movie starts, and it's in 3D, and I'm like, well, we didn't pay for 3D, well, that's fine, so I, I get up, I run down the, down the, you know, out of the lot, you know, out of the theater, go get, I go get 3D glasses, okay, I go get 3D glasses for me and my wife, I come back, I sit back, I'm, okay, I'm ready to watch this movie now, and when I was off running, or running away, they had decided that they weren't gonna, you know, that they, we didn't deserve 3D, so they turn off the movie, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> So I'm irritated, you know, I'm a little irritated right there. I'm like, okay, why are you turning off the movie? So they turn off the movie. I'm like, all right, you know, they'll start the regular one shortly. About half an hour goes by, nothing. No movie started. I'm like, a half so, hour is a long time to just sit. It is. Yeah, and, that is. That is. Not and we went there, you know, to ask them, hey, what's going on? with the movie going to start soon? They're like, I don't know. That's the answer they gave me. So I'm like, well, this is some bullshit. So <laughs> no, it is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like we don't know what's going on. We're not sure. So I'm like, all right. They're like, we can give your money back though. I'm like, all right. So I go and I get my wife. We go back. We go there, and I'm like, we're just gonna get our damn money back. I just I want to go home. You know, I, I I wanted to see the movie. So we go there. I'm about to get my money back, and then right I'm, I'm waiting to get my money back. The person I hear him over the walk. You go, oh yeah, we got the movie started. So I'm like, well, fuck. So <laughs> then I run back to the theater, sit down, and watch the movie finally, and it was fine. That's all I can say about the movies. It, it's fine. I'm Nothing okay with, special. I'm okay with fine. I'm okay with fine. It was entertaining. I got to see my Spider-Man Unlimited number one go up in value because <laughs> it's first appearance of Shriek. So that was fine. But other than that, it, it's just it's a movie. It's it, it was just, yeah, it's kind of dumb. But yeah, uh, Steve, any other movies that you want to mention? Uh, honestly, remember. no, really, I don't have much else. I didn't uh, I hadn't gotten around to Eternals yet, so I don't have that. <laughs> Me either. Time. <laughs> I want to see it, but I haven't, I didn't go this week, like last weekend, like I was hoping to, my parents are in town and I was hoping to go this weekend, but I'm going to be out of town. So I won't be going again. So I'll be up in the middle of nowhere at a cabin, which is not what I want, yeah. <laughs> which is not me. <laughs> so I have one other movie I want to mention. 
and then we'll go on to shows. I have a couple shows. Well, I have, okay, I have two other things to mention. One is I watched Dune on HBO Max, sort of. I started it, <laughs> and I just gave up. <laughs> That's how I was with the Suicide Squad. I got halfway through, and I'm like, nah. And I, I'm two hours in, and I meant to finish the last half an hour before we record, and I just can't get myself to do it. I just don't care. It's not a bad movie. It's just it's really confusing. It's like Zendaya is on the on the poster. She's on, you know, she's one of the starring characters in this movie. She's barely in this movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm two hours. 84. I'm two hours in of a two and a half hour film, and she's only shown up a couple times in flashbacks. Her character hasn't even showed up actually in the movie. Not even flashbacks, but in like dream sequences. She hasn't even showed up in the movie yet. And then I found out that the movie is only half the movie because the other half is yeah, it's just weird. So. People that like that movie like that movie, though. I want to finish it, but I just couldn't get myself to. And one other movie to mention is I've been because my parents are in town and my dad doesn't really he's not as mobile. So he was just in the house watching movies. So throughout the weekend, he watched Harry Potter three through seven. And I watched parts of it off and on. <laughs> That's what my stepson and his girlfriend were doing last week in the hotel. They were between between that and uh, I think at one point on the TV, uh, uh, the Hobbit, the five armies was on. They were watching that. That's a decent movie. I've been. I really want to watch more. I want to watch Lord of the Rings movies again. I also want to record about them, but that that might never oh, happen. Oh, I still to this day have not watched any of the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit movies, and I I tell myself one of these days I I will I will block a weekend and do it. I'm not going <laughs> to, but I tell myself I will because <laughs> it makes me feel better. <laughs> I'll I'll probably never do it, but the talk about it. coworker I worked with back in Ohio. So this has been five plus years ago. Longer than that, it's been like seven to eight. He let me borrow three of them and uh, <laughs> never. I think I put the first one in, watched like half an hour, and that's it. And I still have those. I just, <laughs> I should feel bad, but uh, I don't know. Nah, nothing to feel bad about. They're, they're not, I mean, they're good movies, but you got to be the right person for them. Yeah. I also watched Spider Verse again for the 87th time. I still have not seen it. And I had. <sighs> I you should watch it. it. That I, one you I, need I, to make time for. Yeah, I think, it got it for, I think it's still in the cellophane wrapping from like two years ago. They just again, yeah. I prioritize other <laughs> things over it. Like even when I'm by myself and I could watch them, it's like I even want to game or watch something else, like a, like popping on the DuckTales reboot on Disney Plus or <laughs> something else. Also fantastic. That is that is really good. That is way better than it has any business being. My wife and I got halfway through season three, and about the time they announced that it was canceled, I'm like, I I don't I don't want to finish it now because this is it. This is no more DuckTales. I just finished season one on Disney Plus about three weeks ago. So oh, I, haven't even, I haven't even I haven't even stepped to season two yet. Oh, man. But it was, it's cheers. Work. It's real good. I have no it's interest like, in watching it. Oh, you have to. You must. I'll get Tiffany to make you watch it. <laughs> that would do it. <laughs> so speaking it's, of uh, give any shows that you want to mention that you've been watching, Mike? Uh, no, it. I'm starting to think I should have been on this episode because I really haven't done anything <laughs> lately. Did you ever start uh, Tales of Rise? I did. I played it for about an hour. Uh, it definitely seems like something that I want to put more time into. I just haven't because I'm always doing something else. Okay. You talked about a bunch off the air, so I was wondering. I thought maybe you were <laughs> Yeah. It, that amounted to, man, I should really start Tales of Arise. And two days later, I should start Tales of Arise. But yeah, I did play about an hour of it last week and. uh it's definitely something that I'm interested in pursuing because like the over, even the opening cutscenes and stuff is, has me interested in the story. And you, you of all people know how rare that is. 
Oh yeah, like, well, most people listening. Stuff. If you listen to every episode, they know too. <laughs> it's rare. But other than that, uh, I watched like a six-hour block of Whose Line Is It Anyway last God, weekend. That show's so freaking good. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was watching clips of the Isha Tyler one, and I'm like, man, this she's so annoying in that show because like they'll make a joke, and every joke you hear her just off screen. <laughs> it's like, like, I know they're funny and you want to laugh, but just re- reel it in a little bit. So I've been watching the Drew Carey one. The Drew Carey ones are probably some of the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that stuff is good. I watch. But like, I, I, Whose Line Never Gets Old. I, I'll, yeah. I could watch that all night. What is it? On, is that on HBO Max? Uh, I, yes. Yes. Okay. Because I, I know I was watching it at one point and then I just fell off of it. Cause... I was trying to remember because my stepson and daughter were watching it at their apartment a couple weeks ago. And they were watching it on demand. It's like, so which service? HBO Max, because they have my password. <laughs> so that's how they did it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things you just put on whenever. Yeah. Other than that, I've been watching a lot of what well, I'll have in the background. I'll have uh, Proton John's live streams. They're just like huge hour blocks. They're they're nice to listen to. He's pretty funny. It helps us to have stuff on though sometimes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially with games like Terraria, where like I've heard the music a hundred billion times for eight hundred hours. So probably doesn't hurt to have to listen to someone play a game that's not Terraria. No, probably does not hurt. <laughs> oh, yes. Steve, any shows you've been watching you want to mention? Uh, the only thing I've really been putting any real time in lately is I I started Young Justice. Okay, uh, something to, to go back to. to yeah, you know, I was the thing was is it's it was something that comes like really highly recommended by a lot of the people in our Facebook group, and so I'm like I'm sitting down ready to start start working on some coasters one night, and I'm just like I need something to to do because there's no TV in my den yet. We we just kind of finished remodeling it into a crafting room, but we haven't reinstalled a TV yet. And so I'm like, I need to do something. So let me see what's on HBO Max. And HBO Max is great because it's got like all the DC animated universe movies, which are <laughs> really, really good. Like, oh, they're DC, fantastic. Yes. Oh, yeah, they are phenomenal. And I'm just like, oh, man, here's Young Justice. I've never I never watched it. And a lot of people came recommend it. So I started watching bits and pieces because I'm like, I can watch like an episode or half an episode, depending on like which round of my crafting process I'm on. And in like the five weeks since I've been watching it, I'm like halfway into the second season. <laughs> Nice. I started it, a long time ago, and then I never. Yeah, I've watched like the first half of the first season, and just fell off it for some reason. The problem is, is that it, it, and I get that because it takes it's. That's almost like right about the point where you start really getting into it and realizing there's, you know, where the overarching story are between the smaller arcs. And it's like, it's kind of a big knot in a way of plot lines. Cause there's bigger stories, smaller stories and the medium stories and how they all play with each other. <laughs> the thing was, is the first season was really well done in sort of a linearity of it all. I'm like halfway through the second season. And again, not that this, nothing against the show or anything, but it's, my problem with it so far, and then this is going to be a tiny little bit spoiler or something. I'm just going to get that out there. But like this, for reasons, the second season takes place five years after the first season. So there's all these new people in the, but they, it's more or less a black, I don't want to call them the Teen Titans. They're not really the Teen Titans, but they're <laughs> kind of, but yeah, well, they, when you've, with who's in it, they actually kind of are pretty close by the second season, but they're just sort of the, you know, Batman's black ops team. But there's things that have happened, like people from the first season have aged up and moved on. There's new people in, there's plot twists, but but they haven't told you. They're using the season to try to flash back what's happened in the five years. And I'm kind of like, 
I don't like that approach to things. And it's not that I'm stupid or lazy. Well, I am. But <laughs> when it comes to TV shows, though, I don't want to have to watch, have to try to keep a mental tab of things like that. You know, it's like, okay, well, this character, why is this character in this position? Why have they done this? What happened to this character in the five years between seasons? And there's just too many questions that way. Like, I don't mind one or two, but when everybody's got questions and it takes so long to answer them all, and it's just like, uh... Isn't that the biggest complaint about the Clone Wars cartoon is like all the order, all the episodes are out of order. If you watch them. And the first season is complete garbage. Other than that, (laughs) that the first season is terrible. The show is amazing once you get out of the first season. Hmm. That pretty much explains everything ever, though. Not to you, but I recommend it to people that are Star Wars fans. You're not a Star Wars fan, so I don't recommend it to you. Not for me. No, (laughs) not at all. It's a good show. And I, so I have a couple of shows I want to mention. I started watching, but I didn't get very far. I started Game of Thrones for the first time because I, uh, I watched the first season years uh, ago when, when I bought it on Blu-ray back when, like, I think only the second one was out or so. And now I'm finally watching. We start me and my wife started watching the first. It's a tough show for me to watch, though. I was kind of in that boat. Like, I'm not been big on watching it, but there was a time where my wife and my stepson were watching it. So, like, I'd come home from work and they'd be binging. And I might see an episode or two here, episode or two there. And I'm just like, this just isn't cutting it for me. Like, it should, but it's not. Tough. I I, I definitely want to finish it, but it's a tough show to watch. I watched the first episode because a friend back in Ohio was like, yeah, you need to check this out. It's it's the hot thing right now. So I watched that first episode and I'm like, no. That's not for you. No. No, it is not. Do not watch this show. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there right now. And so I have two other shows to mention. I also started the first season of Blacklist, which is like eight freaking seasons long at this point. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about that show. It's though. really good, but there's too I, much of it. It's <laughs> like, a, that's just too much show. That name sounds familiar. I guess it's just amazing in and of itself that any any network drama lasted that long as it is. Oh, yeah. it's a drama. Never mind. Yeah, it's a drama. It's good. It, it, it is good. There's some torture scenes that were a little tough to watch. I know I'm on one right now, and that's kind of why the show got turned off for the time being. But then we're watching Game of Thrones, so maybe who knows where the hell we're thinking. We're going to go from one torture to the next. Yeah, that'll, that'll fix it. And then we also started You yesterday. Me? No, the show called You. <laughs> oh. Him? That, oh, <laughs> that is tough for me to watch. I have a show? really hard time watching that. What's the premise? I think I vaguely have heard of this. What's what's the premise? I only watched two episodes. It's about a guy. It starts off at least. It's only there's three seasons. Each season is ten episodes long so far. But the way that it starts off, this guy is a he's, he's narrating everything that's happening. He's talking, about, oh, I met this girl, and you know, I really like her. And he starts stalking her, and he's narrating <laughs> what he's thinking. And at one point, he's jacking off in the bush after she had sex, and he watched her. Oh, and it's and then it just gets fucking weird. I'm just like. And I've been in a bad relationship. I've been with, you know, you know, like I had a, I had a toxic relationship and it's like this. I like it, but I'm like, this show is hitting me things I don't like. Like it's I had to watch it while playing Super Metroid. Yeah, I think uh, I heard past this one. Yeah. yeah, if you depend, if you have trauma and stuff like that, I do not recommend it for that reason alone. But not as good. But if you have trauma, I don't watch. I don't have trauma with that, but that still sounds just awesome. Don't watch it. It's not your, yeah, not your I'm echoing those sentiments <laughs> as well here. So it, it's definitely interesting, though. It's really fucking weird, but it's interesting. Well, here's an odd question. Is there anything you guys are planning on starting watching soon? I mean, no. it sounds like, Mike, your plate's yeah. kind of full. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what... I never even know what the hell we're... I have nothing on, on MCU movies. Does that count? No. 
Okay. I kind of want to rewatch <laughs> some of them. Oh, wow. I don't no, thanks. I was pretty done with the MCU even before Endgame came out. And then I saw it and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and then this up. idiot's like, this idiot's like, hey, you want to come on the podcast and talk about every MCU movie? Like, sure, that sounds like fun. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you said yes. <laughs> and here we are a year and a half later. <laughs> hey, it's all done. It's all released and done. Yep, oh, Steve, any other shows? Wait, did you? Okay, so you guys don't have anything else to mention, right? I really, I nah, not me. I well, like I said, I don't really plan on too much TV these days. Like right now, I've got. I mean, we got weeks of recordings to try to go through, and okay. that's that's really about it. I, I try not to get into a whole lot of new TV because I'm like, the problem is, is like the last two or three shows I really got into that I like got canceled like immediately. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm done with this stuff. If it's something that days around that I like, I'll find a way to watch it later. That's just kind of how I am with TV anymore. Okay. I have two more shows to mention. Uh, one, I I watched Star Trek. I'm watching. Re- I'm rewatching Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. And hell, is that show good? I here's the thing. Okay, I I was I was watching Next Generation in its when it was airing live back in the late 1980s and early 90s. That's, you know, that's okay. one of the shows that helped mold me as a geek. And, you know, when it was done and then Deep Space Nine came out. So you know, I'm watching Deep Space Nine live as it's airing, you know, not in retrospect now. So, and and I feel bad that I jumped off Deep Space Nine real quick. Like, because I made the criminal mistake. And I didn't know this at the time. I'm like 14, 15 years old. <laughs> but, you know, just, just how bad the first season of a show, especially a star Trek show ends up being. And, you know, and I jumped off that first season of D space nine and never went back. And I kind of heard about things later and watched a few episodes in syndication later. And I'm almost like, man, did I miss out on something? Have you gone back to D space nine yet? No, no, that's not something. I don't know. I don't even know what I could watch. them. like, I don't know what it streams on. If I could do that. Okay. It's it's but, still, but I, I just stuff later on three. about the Dominion War and everything. Oh, like I that. haven't even. I'm just like, like oh, that sounded so awesome. When I'm going back rewatching the show, and after I already know, where, like I know where it's going, they start mention Dominion in the first season very lightly. There's like one or two episodes that mention Dominion. They start planting the seeds that they're going to get back to, and I'm just like, fuck, this show is good. And as you get farther, it really just, I mean. It's still, and I just finished the first episode of season four where you have Klingons end up becoming a villain for a little while. Spoiler, but who cares? And you start fighting Klingon, Klingons, and I'm just like, man, this is good. Yeah, it's like one, one of the things that I did that I know about that I did like for myself, but it's like, you know, it, the thing is, is the early ones, the early seasons are more about the not just building the characters in the society, but, you know, there's this sort of community about the whole place. Because, you know, Cisco at the times, the early season Cisco's is Peacemaker Cisco, the <laughs> diplomat and Peacemaker. But that's his job. You know, that's yeah. really against it. But as you get later, you know, like some of the Klingons and Dominion, he goes from, you know, nice guy Cisco to don't fuck with me, Cisco. I'm about to kick your ass, Cisco. And Wait, he, gets, it's I mean, one, he has to. I mean, it gets that. Yeah, he does. Like, yeah. He goes like, he's like, I'm not, he's like, We've weaponized this thing, and I ain't afraid to start firing some lasers across the birds of prey here, okay? When I first started, I had forgotten how dark this show was, and I'm just, I'm enjoying it so much. And I'm so glad I finally got back to it again. Yeah, that might be, one, that might be something like, like, like my, I don't, I don't want to say like bucket list, but, you know, if I really run out of stuff to do later on down the road, I might go back and pick that up. But yeah, I know I missed out on that one. I kind of regret that. It's one of the few, like, real TV regrets I ever had. 
It's still good. And that's not something I get to say every time about shows. So <laughs> I'd recommend it. I'd definitely recommend you taking the time out and watching it again. And I have one last show to mention that I've been watching or that I watched. I finished Squid Game. Mike, never watch Squid Game. You stay far away oh. from it. I watched the trailer and I'm like that. No, no. I mean, that is a violent fucking show. Just, oh, man, is it violent? And I'm just like, I didn't really want to watch it. I finished it, but I'm just like, man, it's good, though. It's really good. But oh, it really makes I originally you watch the originally watched the trailer because I saw someone on Twitter's like, it's basically if one of the the Zero Escape games was a show. I'm like, I love the Zero Escape games. And then I watch it, not thinking of what that would entail. I'm like, oh, oh, no. (laughs) It gets freaking violent, too. I'll keep watching cartoons. I'm good. Yeah, no, it's I I recommend it. Like, I I do recommend it for people because it's a good show and it's entertaining. It's just really tough to watch. My mom started watching it and I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, why are you watching this? Let me throw this one past. Let me throw this past you real quick. Is 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 it accurate to describe Squid Games as Saw meets Hunger Games? Yes. Okay. So it's more like Fall Guys, isn't it? Because like they compete in the game, and everyone that doesn't win the game dies or something. Yes. Okay, that's also. I didn't think about it that way, but that's probably also not unfair. (laughs) (laughs) But it's more like Saw because they have to go through. They have the games are a little more like. I mean, they're they're all like childhood games too. That's part of like the the draw of it too. But it's just it's really dark and it's. But it, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I did not want to watch it, but I couldn't stop. I wonder if Bill's watching it. And I also tell anyone if you if you start it and you get to episode six, at that point you have you can't stop. Like you have to finish it because the payoff at the end from especially if you get to six is well well worth it at that point if you got that far because there's nine episodes. It's like the first season of The Good Place, which you're going to watch at some point, too. So wife and I have been rewatching that. It's still fantastic. I've heard it's I've heard it's amazing. You keep telling me to very good. Kristen Bell is so good in that. That's the main reason I want to watch it because of her. I like Yeah, the the flashbacks of her being a scumbag are hilarious. She's the worst person. It's it's really funny. Oh, one other show that I started that I forgot to mention earlier because I did not write it down. Completely forgot about it is I started watching a lock and key season two. That's a pretty good show. Watching a lot of dark stuff lately. Do you need help? Yes, what's what's yes. going on? I'm not choosing it. Is this an intervention? <laughs> yeah, I, I My wife that. likes horror movies and she likes horror shows. She likes stuff like that. So that's a lot of time where it comes from. The Star Trek has been my thing because I, I like having a show that she doesn't care about that. I can just throw on whenever I'm editing. Cause I love watching stuff when I'm editing. Like, that's just, that is my thing. Yeah, I think that's everything that I need to mention. I haven't played any other games because I'm just playing everything for the show because I can't not, apparently. <laughs> you weren't wrong, Mike. Really? Like, I can't. Like, yeah. if I, if I, I have to, like, I want to talk about everything I do. Mad lad. <laughs> it's, yeah. It, oh, yeah. There's some there's insanity to what, what I do. So I've come to that conclusion a long time ago. I mean, to run what this show. I watch, we watched some of the, the new Scooby-Doo series, the Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? which is like a throwback to the old Scooby-Doo movies where they meet celebrities, whatever. I am but, hearing surprisingly good things about that. And it's like, it's I, not shouldn't, bad. But I, I hear good things. It's basically the aesthetic of the sixties cartoon, but it's the modern quote unquote wokeness where they're very <laughs> meta about the jokes they make. Like one episode, the guests are the voice actors for the main cast. So 
So you hear oh, Shaggy funny. talking about talking about how great Matthew Lillard is. He's like, he's so tall and handsome. He's the best. Like, oh, that's great. it's really it's really interesting. <laughs> Get woke, Scooby Doo. <laughs> I have no yeah, interest in it at all. Okay, so I'm t- there's an episode with Mark Hamill where he references the Joker. Oh, that's kind of cool. Does that, okay. that do anything if, for you? The first it, episode is with Batman. If you've ever seen it, there's a um, there's a short that you can find on YouTube. It's it's like a, a Justice League short where it's Mark Hamill, but Mark Hamill voices almost everybody in this short. So the idea is he, <laughs> Mark Hamill, is getting kidnapped by the trickster and the Joker, both voiced by Mark <laughs> Hamill. And it's nope. again, it's one of those very meta kind of jokes where okay. they, he, Mark Hamill starts tricking the two villains by voice casting each other against them. <laughs> And then at the end, he runs them into a swamp where they're apprehended by Swamp Thing, also voiced by Mark Hamill. That's awesome. You can find it on YouTube. It's like a three-minute watch. It's hilarious. Okay, that does sound <laughs> funny, though. It is. I like Mark Hamill, though. Oh, Mark Hamill. All, All right, right. any great. last things to say? Nothing on my end. Okay. Uh, Mike, anything? Nah, looking forward to, to sitting down with more game time. I feel like I'm always doing something else. I think yeah, nice. the studio it's looking nice. I got, yeah. Occasionally. Well, yeah, but not like you were. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, you're you're thankfully still on the show, but you didn't. You haven't. You're not selling your soul anymore. The, the game no. my mouth like I am. You're not in the. <laughs> I gave you 25 hours for Final Fantasy VI, so there's that. Well, that was a good 25 hours, wasn't it? That's true. There's no Except such for... thing as bad time spent playing Final Fantasy VI. Accurate. No. Unless the. The brontosauruses don't want to drop the economizer. Like, <laughs> they don't drop it. It's it, it, it's a uh, it's it, it. They don't have it half the damn. More than, <laughs> like, it's, I fought sixty like, of them, I think, and I got five or six of them. It's like trying so. to buy a PS Five right now. Is they don't <laughs> exist. Oh wow, that's painfully accurate. <laughs> I have no interest, and I'm really happy I have no interest. I'm in that boat too. I'm not in any right. Yeah, it'd be nice, but yeah, nah. I'm good. I'm good with what I got. Just doesn't someday I'll play Drift Apart. Drift Apart, you mean? Rift yeah, apart, that. I think it means. Yeah, that's the one. I was like, you probably mean Ratchet and Clank. I feel like that's the one. I just need one before Spider Man Two comes out. Yeah, you'll you right. Well, they might be available by then. You know, in two years. <laughs> and when the PS Six comes out. <laughs> I just want an Xbox Series X. That's all. Because my Xbox One died. I still have it though. I can't bring myself to get rid of it, but it doesn't work. I saw a Zero S or a Oh my God, I'm tired. It's late. Hmm. Not a cool. Series S at Target. Like I could buy this, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I wouldn't want the digital one anyway. Yeah, just does not interest me. Shaper. All right, I think All right Mike, take say. us home. All right, <laughs> and if you enjoyed this episode, every month we do a What Are You Playing? Every month I bring in different people to talk with me. Some months we play more games and watch more movies, and this month not as much. I realize. <laughs> <laughs> and if I just you, wanted to talk about unpacking. You know, and all the time you kept saying unpacking, I thought you meant real, <laughs> real unpacking. It wasn't until just this recording. We were talking about this all week that you actually meant the game yep. unpacking. Capital it's on my wish list. The irony of that yep. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It really is. He's in, he's in Game Pass. Game Pass is the best. I played through all of Boyfriend Dungeon. I played through all of Unpacking. Like, get, neither game that I would have paid money for, probably, but... Game Pass is amazing. But I don't play games like that. Yeah, I know. You don't play games that aren't for the show anyway, so I can't. it wouldn't do you any good. I, I have tried. I, I, I can't. It's just not possible for me. Just the thought. <laughs> it's just barbaric. But Recore's on there. we got to play Recore for the show. I already own it on Steam. 
All right, you're not making this. The ending plugs are not going very well. All right. All right. I have something on Steam since when's that uh, an excuse? And if you enjoyed this intro, the intro outro came courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fury. You will see a link to her TikTok in the show notes. I kind of get used to saying that. And if you enjoyed this episode, we have lots, lots more episodes for you to go listen to. So definitely go check out our entire backlog. If you're looking for anything that's not on iTunes or Spotify, you can find our whole catalog on Podbean. The search game my mom found. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We are on YouTube, but only audio because I've never gotten around to putting our, our lovely faces on the internet yet. Someday. Mm-hmm. And we have a Patreon. And when you're hearing this, we have a Christmas poll Patreon going on right now. <laughs> so you can vote for what movie that we're going to have to watch. It can be either Elf, Nightmare Before Christmas, Home Alone, or Christmas Story. So you get to choose what movie we're going to enjoy or suffer. Well, depending on me. I don't know who else is going to be there with me. If <laughs> so It was a four-way tie there for a minute. Yeah. I would have changed it anyway because I have the ability to. So it wouldn't have been at the end. <laughs> I can't let it be. So definitely go check that out. And definitely go check out all the other. What are you playing? Do so you want to hear the, the most recent stuff that we've been up to every every month? I think that's everything I need to say. All right. And Steve, you don't have anything to plug? I should have asked that earlier, but. <laughs> uh, if anybody is, is interested, uh, my wife and I run a small little crafting business, uh, customized home decor and coasters, reads and things like that. We are all quirks aside. That's or have a page on Facebook. Uh, if you want to drop by and check it out, I do all kinds of custom stuff in comics, sports teams, anything that, that your heart desires. We, we've gone to all lengths and any lengths and we'll try anything once. So, okay. uh, Check us out, all quirks aside, on Facebook. Just uh, give us a like. Check us out. We'd appreciate uh, taking a look at it. And it'll be a link in the show notes. <laughs> you know, normally I ask people if they have stuff to plug, but I didn't even think about it. My brain is just fuzzed <laughs> today. It's been a night. That's all I got to say. It's, it's been, been a day. <laughs> I tried to set my <laughs> house on fire. It's going to be a weekend for me. So I'm kind of just like, ah. Yeah, I'm gonna Mike's go going somewhere without a toilet. So that just sounds like the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no internet. Yeah, I think I'd rather have the toilet than the internet. <laughs> have the internet. <laughs> I don't need Call a barbaric, but I can shit in the outhouse. Just give me the damn internet. <laughs> I can go shit in a hole and bury. I just need the damn internet. I'm <laughs> recording this on a Thursday because I'm not available to record it on Saturday because I'm going to be out in the wilderness. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. We will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.